Hello. 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 Hello, my darling. Hello, my baby. Hello, my, my ragtime gal. Give me a kiss by wire. Tell me your heart's on fire. You know all the words. I didn't actually know all the words. You don't know all the words? No. You didn't see that cartoon? I did, but I don't remember him singing the entire song. I thought they would always stop If you stop abuse him. me, honey, you'll lose me. I thought they always stopped him. Like, I thought someone well, always... What they do, someone does... Like, I thought somebody would come in before he finished. And slap him? Or or just, he'd just stop, because he was... Right. Well, he he was he was ghost he was gaslighting the dude like the whole like you know they had to do thing and he was crazy. It was actually pretty dark in retrospect. Yes, yes like it was. in retrospect, the whole bit was a little dark. Like Michigan J Frog was kind of psychologically abusing this guy, and then at the end of the cartoon, like didn't they take the guy wearing like a straight jacket at the end of the cartoon or something? Like it's yes. pretty dark. Actually. Yes. It, it, things go dark. Things right. go left really so, quick. So, like, you know, then they take him away, and then he kind of ribbit and kind of smiles, and he's on to his... I think he might be the devil. He's not the devil. <laughs> what is... Why are you torturing this one guy? Yeah, that is true. Like, what's his motive? Why Why? why I mean, him? this is clearly a world where a talking frog is out of the ordinary because that's his whole thing. Like the dude's like, hey, this frog is singing. And then people <laughs> would come run in and he'd stop talking. Exactly. And then, I mean, it's really dark it's when a, you think about it. It is. It is. It's, right. Except we used to show, show this to kids. Like, yes. you know, right, right. Yeah, this so, is come on Saturday morning. Right. So, you know, you grow up and you feel like this is an appropriate thing to do to people. <laughs> well, and that's what kids do. And, and, and I think the uh, moral of the story is that children are horrible. Welcome to the Michelle Mission. Philadelphia Podcast yes, Festival. Absolutely. Here at a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. Yeah. The hottest place in the land. And my name is Len, aka the Bat Tribble of Black Tribbles fame. And I am Vincent Williams of It's All Soul on Wednesdays, 8 to 10 on GTownRadio.com. And together we are on the Michaud Mission. It's two men, one podcast, every black film ever made. Yes, every week every- we review. A black film. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And and today we yes. are continuing our week long celebration of Spike Lee's second film, School Days. We had our official review on on Wednesday. Yes, on Wednesday we actually released our full review of School Days. It's, if you haven't listened to it, you can go to our website, MichelleMission.com, or on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, any place you get good podcasts. You can uh, listen to that review. Today, today, as part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, we are having School Dazzle, continuing our conversation about school days, as well as having some trivia and some prizes to give out to the audience. 
and then at 8.30 tonight here at Amalgam Comics, BYOB, pay what you will, on that big screen right there, we will be screening school days for your uh, amusement. Absolutely. We were going to do it here in, inside, the sto- inside the store during the show hours, but there's the... Uh, School days is a little rough. School days gets a little sketchy, I think, is the technical term. It yes, gets a little yes, sketchy. It's sketchy. Sketchy it's is little, exactly the, know, the technical oftentimes term. Oftentimes there are children in here. Yes, there are. There's a, a lovely young child right there. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so, so, yes, we're going to be talking about school days. And as, as a matter of fact, I heard uh, someone in the audience mention that, that uh, school days is Spike Lee's second film. And it's hard to believe that this was his second film. He did She's Gotta Have It, yeah. which was basically like his 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 baby. You know, this is a movie that he had been nursing for a long time and, and shot in glorious black and white yeah. um, for a very ultra low budget that you don't really see on the screen, even though it's very much of a, a, a bottle film taking place in very short places. But um, uh, an audacious debut but then to consider that his second film would be a like right, have musical right, right. Original and music. and and not to not to even bear that like it was one of those sort of legendary guerrilla filmmaking stories you know maxed out credit cards yeah you, you know stole from Paul to pay Peter like it's one of these great stories about filmmaking and then it like you said it became a hit. Big time. You know, it became a hit so that then he had the opportunity to make school days. You had a hand up. We had a hand up. We did have a hand up. And this is interactive, so. After school days? That, that is do the right thing. I believe that's 91. No, that's 80. Is it 89? Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it was 89. Yeah, it was 89. You're right, because that's the Oscars that, um, and, 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 uh, Driving Miss Daisy one, yeah. I always put the two of them together, like when people ask me about the Oscars. Oh, man. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to go on my Driving Miss Daisy jag right now. Um, yes, you but is my only friend. That's all I got. <laughs> but school days. Yes, school days. School days. Which, Vince who is a, a devotee of everything Spike Lee. I am. I am. So much so that I didn't know what year that his best <laughs> film came out. I don't know why 91 was in my head. 91 was just a good year, I guess. Maybe. Yes, but go ahead. But even though you consider Do the Right Thing uh, his best film. Absolutely. School Days, you have mentioned, is possibly School your Days favorite. School Days is probably my favorite Spike Lee film. Why it so? Is, it is the one I enjoy the most. It is the one that, you know, I, it caught me at the right time. You, you know, we talk about just sort of bi- biographically, I was right there about to go to college. And, right. you know, I was, you know, everybody, you know, you have to go to college. And I was going to go to college and college. And, you know, I was going to do my duty. <laughs> but then you see School Days and it's like, Oh, oh my God! This is like it's like that moment where the kids go into Willy Wonka's factory and actually see yeah, it. Yeah, and it's like you know the music plays, and it's like you mean I get to actually go to a place like this. Amen. So, yeah, I, I definitely fe- left a mark. I felt like that as well. I was in college when right, school right. days came out, and um, I, I was sitting there watching it. And now, you know that school days is set in a 
at a, a black college. I was at Penn State University. So I'm watching this and I'm like, eh. <laughs> 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 Apparently, if I'd have gone to Fisk, there'd have been dance numbers. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. <laughs> no one told me there were dance numbers. Nobody told me. Nobody told me Jasmine Guy's supposed to be a college. <laughs> Oh man, this is this was like I had chose. I obviously had chosen wrong. You had chosen wrong. Yes, yes, I had taken the wrong path. I went the wrong. I went left. But um, but then you know, but that's watching the film then when the movie comes right. out and you get lost in in the in the dance numbers and good and bad hair and then gamma 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 and and all and all punk, the, punk, and all punk, the crazy punk. yeah you know yeah. when I say gamma you say punk gamma. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. See, it's interactive. Yeah, it's interactive. It's not when it's just me and you. It's interactive. Yeah, because you ain't interactive. So anyway, <laughs> um, but so but that's when I'm watching it then, and I'm and, I, and I'm at that age. I'm like you say, it's prime to watch that age, and I'm looking at it, and I'm looking at the the the, the sweatshirts, and they got the big Adidas, and I'm like, oh, I want that sweatshirt, man. Yeah. You know. Um, but now rewatching it. Yeah. Now in 2017. With you know considerably older eyes, yeah, and a considerably different um, mentality, and and we're living in a different world, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> I was about to see if anybody caught that. It it um, you're watching the movie, and man, you look at it from a different perspective. You absolutely do. And when you said that this movie was sketchy, yeah. sketchy does not do it justice. Yeah, um, this film, it, it's. We were talking about dark and like the Warner Brothers cartoons. Yeah, this movie, this movie is cold black. That's and you, and you know, I think it is a case of of and, and those of you who don't know, there's there's a, a, a scene, I guess so. I guess we're doing spoilers. We're not, well, we're let's see, how many spoil- people here? I'm about to say how many have school days school people days. are here? How many are are school days people? Okay, all right. All right. right. So we got a couple of school days. We right, got, we got some school days. Then you all know what we're talking about at the end with the character Jane and what happens with her with the character Giant and Julian. And it is it is it is not uncomfortable. Giant. Not Giant. Not, half pint. Half pint. I'm mixing up my Spike Lee character. You got Spike Lee all up you in here. Spike man. Lee all up in my head. Um, and it is disturbing. And, and as we've talked about, there's one thing for something graphic to happen on screen, but it's another thing to get the feeling that the filmmaker has these really, you know, troubling feelings about what's transpiring on the screen. And, and you know, we've talked about it, wh- whether we're talking about the musical choice for that moment, whether we're talking about the lack of resolution for that moment, yeah. whether we're talking about, you know, pulling back and looking at Spike Lee's female characters throughout his canon. It is it's 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 a tough scene. Yeah. That you know happens to this female character where when it's all said and done, she's basically disposable. Right. So, yeah, and, and that's and when you're dealing with a world now, unfortunately, where um that type of mentality is becoming more and more prevalent um even in our government and in, and in and uh, in in public speak, at such as be Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, it just makes it even that much more troubling. But we're here to celebrate. I'm sorry, right. I, I went down. I could no, go down no, this no. rabbit hole, man. You know, right, what, right. What, but you know. but that is always the question. Like, how much can you, you you know, how much do you still engage these these older works that that you know, like you said, held 
hold hold such a, a, a special place yeah. in your heart. Yeah. And then you kind of see them from different angles. And, you know, for our purpose, again, we, we talk about these films and we look at sort of the whole arc of black film. You know, I've always argued that that the rise of female voices now, whether you're talking about Ava DuVernay or whether you're talking about, hey, hey, we, hey big fans up here, or, or, you know, not even female voices, but works from a female point of view, mm-hmm. even someone like Tyler Perry. I've always argued that these voices are in a lot of ways a response to right. what was happening in the 80s and yeah. in the 90s, where you had filmmakers who either took these black female voices for granted mm-hmm. or just didn't didn't address them at all. Right. And then you kind of have, you know, where we are now a little bit. But, you know, school days. Yeah. Uh, speaking of taking for granted, one of the things that we pointed out in this film, this film, you know, historically, you know, Spike Lee film, stars uh, Spike Lee, and it's got a, a, a gamut of stars that very early on in their career, some some of them are, like, re- really about to rise to the, yeah. to the top. Oh, yeah. You know, starting with Lawrence Fishburne, who who um, may have been in almost every black film ever made. Uh, <laughs> uh, then you have, you, go, you got Lawrence Fishburne, you have Samuel Jackson in a... a dr- like an awe-inspiring cameo role, yeah, yeah, that that we could not repeat here, but uh, we can't not in the, not in this store. But but his his uh, his cameo definitely brings up a um, a point of reference in this movie in regards to how in these small towns right. you'll find right. these black colleges. And there's a little juxtaposition between the black people that live in the town as opposed to the college students. You wanted right. to talk about well, that. Well, you know, just, just as a little background, Spike Lee went to Morehouse, which is in Atlanta. And there's there's a collective of colleges right there in that area. You know, it's Morehouse, which is all male school. It's, it's Spelman, which is all female school. You have Atlanta University. You have Morris Brown. I feel like I'm forgetting. You have Clark Atlanta. Yeah. And they're all sort of right there together. And, you, you know, I think the uh, tension between college students mm-hmm. and the people in the town, like, you know, even that term townies that we often use is something that you always see. And I think when you have black students at a black college and, you know, Atlanta is is a primarily black city and certainly the area around these schools is black. You know, I very much and you, you hear Spike Lee has talked about this over the years. That that scene, because the scene is, is you know, Lawrence Fishburne's character and his friends go to a local restaurant and they get into a, an argument with with some of the locals. Yoo-hoo! And, <laughs> yes. And Samuel Jackson is basically the voice of one of the locals. How, how does that scene go, Vince? Can, can you get to <laughs> Is it true what they say about mission, mission men? Men. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do the hand, and then that's the only part you can tell, say. Yeah, because that's then the only part. you know the great the thing about Samuel Jackson. Samuel Jackson has been Samuel L. Jackson since Diapers. she's got to have it. Yeah. So the man, the man is 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 like Duke Ellington with curse words. Like <laughs> like they just 
it's like these it's like this beautiful kind of delicate pristine oral structure he creates it, yeah yeah with mf and this that and other and he goes on this expletive ridden rant <laughs> about you know the the men from this the, the the people from this college and they take the jobs and they look down on us and all jokes aside and it's you know it's a, it's it's a funny scene but it's i mean it's a heartfelt scene and it is. it's a scene that you know if you were black and you were in college and you you know kind of had interactions with black people who weren't necessarily in college or if you were around you know black people who would get a little out of pocket yep like you know you'd be like yo you you know you want some other stuff right now with what you're saying <laughs> but it's an amazing scene, and, and we talked about this a little bit, just the specificity of the scene, where, where, you know, I do think that, again, I think the tension between college students and the people who are local in the community is just ever-present. But I think once you kind of put color on top of that, yeah. there's, there's this added little edge to it. And yep. Spike Lee captures it wonderfully and perfectly in 1989. You know, yeah. I'm just gonna keep getting the years wrong. Yeah, just just gonna keep just, gonna just be all wrong. Just just keep getting the years. 1927, <laughs> when Michael Jordan made Space Jam, <laughs> W. E. B. Du Bois was an extra. So we, I, I'll just stop doing years. I'll just stop please, yeah, years. yeah. Just stay off years. Stay it's off just, years. Right, right. Well, we talked about like you know Lawrence Fishburne and, and Samuel Jackson. But one thing that we definitely noted was that there are two people that are really like uh, leads in this film who have gone on to very prominent careers. Yeah. But it's easy, easily to see where their careers could, could have been much more significant. And we'll start first with Giancarlo Esposito. <sighs> we, we actually have, uh, um, you know, sort of running bits on our show and always we talk about like like actors who win the Giancarlo Esposito <laughs> 20 year overnight success where, you know, for many people, we kind of met Giancarlo Esposito when he played the breakout character Gus on Breaking, on Breaking Bad. Bad. Yeah. But for a lot of us, we had been watching Giancarlo Esposito for, for decades. I'll just say decades. Like I want to say go. decades <laughs> and school days is certainly one of those moments yeah, where man. where if you saw him in in 1988 <laughs> you can't take your eyes off of him i mean no. i mean he he is magnetic he he has presence mm -hmm. the the words in his mouth because you know it's it's just, it's a script for a second movie so it's very scripty like you know, yeah. it's it's much more clever than people are in real life, and and you know, it's it, there are a lot of monologues, but Giancarlo Esposito just destroys it. Yeah, he kills it, and and you know, Africa. <laughs> I it, look. I just, the, just just I could just I see his mouth. Absolutely, I'm just like, Africa. Absolutely, you you know, you kill me with this back to Africa. We are all without question African Americans. I am from Detroit. Detroit. Motown. <laughs> so you can talk back to Africa if you want. And Watusi, <laughs> your, your monkey ASS back to Mother <laughs> Africa. <laughs> but you have to hear him say it because mm. it is like, mm. you know. Mm. 
and so you have Giancarlo Esposito, as we mentioned, and yeah. and certainly we we now now everyone has caught up to what we always knew. This is our hipster card. We were in the Giancarlo Esposito before everybody else. Exactly. But then the other character, the other one, is playing the role of Jane. Mm, Jane Toussaint, Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell. Who I have said on our show, and now I will say on public record here in Amalgam Comics. Yes. I think maybe what this is what I wanted to correct myself. Okay. On the show, I said I think she may be one of the most talented black performers in Hollywood. And yes. I want to correct myself. Please do. She may be one of the most talented performers yes. in Hollywood. Never mind. It, it doesn't, I don't, it doesn't matter. Because the woman can sing, the yes. woman can act, she, yes. can, she can do comedy, she yes. can do drama. Yes. She is just, that is a bad woman. And why I say that it's a shame that Hollywood has slept on her, she's had a significant career. You know, she's done her movies. She right. did, you know, School Days. Um, she she's, she's, has bit parts and, and standout parts in Boomerang. Right. Um, and, and other films. And then going on to TV, she, she propped up Martin Lawrence and Martin. She nabbed two of the coveted black girlfriend to the vehicles for the black comedian roles. You're talking about um, Martin and um, Damon Wayans show. Oh, Damon, that's where I was going to go. Um, me and, what is it? Me and my wife and kids? Well, my, my wife, wife and kids, kids right? which, you know, unfortunately is the pinnacle of what a black actress can seem to get. Yeah. Like, can you play the wife of the this, show, this of brother. the person who the show is actually about? Yeah, and this is a, this is a woman, it's, it's criminal to me. And, it, and she's still young enough that this can happen. Yeah. That Tisha Campbell has not been the lead, the star of yeah. a feature, a feature film, uh, or a television uh, sitcom. I mean, she is. I just love Tisha Campbell. She what? is. She is like loose. Like, like I'm, I have a big thing. I have, I have a, a soft spot for for actresses. Period. And I have right. a soft spot for comedic actresses. And I guess it starts with growing up. You know, falling in love with Lucille Ball, of course, right? And then it just go, it is going on from there. Carol and, Burnett, and of Carol, Bur- oh my God, Carol yeah, Burnett, of course. Um, and then it goes on from there, looking at all these fantastic, you know, comedic actresses and performers to Catherine O'Hara, um, and um, and and, ton- and tons of them. And Tisha Campbell is right up there with them. And it is criminal that no one has taken the, the opportunity to give her a vehicle um, in, in which to really showcase her talents. Or maybe she even hasn't been in, in the position to, uh, to do that. Well, you know, like, I'm super, super happy for Tracy Ellis Ross. Like, I'm a huge yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross fan. And that's part of the, you know, the same reason. I think Tracy Ellis Ross can do drama and she can do comedy and, and physical comedy. Yeah. Which yeah. is different. But Tisha Campbell is like Tracy Ellis Ross. If Tracy Ellis Ross had all of those skills and she could sing and dance. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, it really it's a just I, I absolutely agree with you. But I think that's that's Hollywood. You know, I don't think I think we're having a water is wet conversation right now. <laughs> like Hollywood doesn't know what to do with supremely talented black actresses. Yeah. Did everyone write that down? <laughs> yeah, There'll be a that. quiz later. About what Hollywood can and cannot do. So yeah, there's that. Yeah, there there, there is that. Um, let's talk about the music. Talk about the music. Let's talk. talk about- scored by Bill Lee, Spike Lee's father. That's true. That's very true. And and, and how did you feel about that? 
<laughs> I am a fan of Bill Bill Lee's music. I think his music is energetic, is is vibrant, it's alive. Um, I don't think he, I don't think his scores work with with films because I okay. don't think I don't think his music always fits the scene in which they're they're uh, they're placed against. Nor the, and I also think that in the mix, I don't want to blame this on the on the music itself, but I think the mix has his music too much over the top of okay. the scene, so it takes me out of the scene. Um, but that being said, I, I, I'm not going to knock the music. The music is, like, banging. If I just listen right, to the music, right. I could groove to it. But if I'm watching it, like that scene we are talking about with Jane and Half Pint, um, it is a very troubling scene, them alone in this room and about to do some some stuff. And But the music, I swear I was watching a Marx Brothers right. co- movie. Doop, doop. Yeah, or it's like Peter and the Wolf almost. Yeah, like it has this Peter really, and the Wolf quality to it. Yeah, and it really t- took me out of it. The the two musical numbers in this yeah. in this movie. Yeah, you know, let's start with the the first one. No, is not not being alone tonight. That's not the right. first one. And and I think there's one there there are performances, and then there's the one number, and yeah. then you know the number where it is just just in the middle of this thing. Spike Lee just drops this musical number where the female cast, you know, has a costume change and 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 it's almost like like something out of a West Side Story or you know we said Storm we were talking about the um the the old um Lena Horn film Stormy Weather, but it's just a dance number just out of nowhere. Talk about good and bad hair, whether you're dark or you're fair, so you can't go on and swear. You wish you had hair like this Then the boys give you a kiss Talk about nothing but bliss Then you're gonna see what you miss If a flash of sand on your head Then I'm sure he'd break all his legs Cause you got so much grease up there Dear, is that a weave that you wear? Well, you got so audacious because it like where'd this come from but they pull it off they do because they're so talented and and this is one of the few moments in the film that the women get to shine yeah because you know there are no men in the number no and and, you know thank god i don't know how much giancarlo esposito and Lawrence fishburne sing (laughs) yeah but thank god that uh tisha campbell and and jasmine guy and kim and kim right they they can sing. sing oh, you're so up. kind. You, did y'all see what he did right there, where he he slipped in Jasmine Guy as part of the big number. Jasmine Guy doesn't really sing that much, but he knows that I love Jasmine Guy. So like he mentioned, that's not. You know what? That's you, for you, Vince. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. <laughs> so we're talking about good or bad hair, whether you're dark or you're fair. So you can go on and swear, see if I care. Good or bad hair. This is the, we have the words to this song. And we have our very special social media director that works with the um, show mission in the in the audience, Jasmine Carroll. Jasmine, can you come down here for a minute, please? Yep, I'm putting you on the spot. I was about to say, did y'all talk about this? No, we did not. No, we did not. And we also have here in the store because we this is uh, a Malcolm Comics and Coffee House. This store is owned by Ariel Johnson, who's back there at her desk. Ariel, can you come down here for a moment, please? Yeah, I bet you could. I was about to say, I know you didn't talk about it with Ariel, but Ariel's like, oh, I'm down. <laughs> so, here you go. 
Here you go. Oh, he's Too late. Okay, so this is completely impromptu. They have no idea they're going to do this. This is what I'm doing, and I'm going to do it with you. Do you know the, the, the song "Good or Bad Hair"? I've from heard, I mean, not to sing it. Just, not, to, not to sing it. Not to sing it well. I mean, oh, we don't have to sing it well. We're just going to sing the first verse. Can you sing the first verse? <laughs> yeah. Can we get like Vince? Come on. Come on, Vince. You I know. Yes, you can. Come Talk on, Vince. about good and bad hair, whether you're alive or you're fair. Go on and see if I care. Good, good and bad, bad hair. hair. Doom, doom. There you go. Don't you wish you had hair like this? Oh. Then the boys will give you a kiss. All right, it's me and Vince are going to sing it. Here you go. <laughs> Come on, Vince. Let's do it. If a flash it land no, on we gotta your head, we gotta then start I'm sure you break all your it's, it's legs. Start the Cause it's you got the so much come on, grease come on, come on. up there. Dears that a weave that you wear. Oh, you got cocker <laughs> bugs. <laughs> sand it all over your head. Now well, you, you got, got sand dispersed. Rather, rather have mine instead. You're just a jigaboo. <laughs> trying to find something to do. Well, you're a wannabe. <laughs> wannabe better than me. And then it's dancing. And then it's dancing. <laughs> and then it's dancing. And then it's dancing. Jazz hands. Dancing. Jazz hands. Jazz hands. Jazz, jazz, jazz hands. Shimmy, shimmy, shimmy. <laughs> fussy, ba fussy, ba fussy. Shimmy, All right, shimmy. that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Thank you. Culture Kings is a podcast on the How Stuff Works Network, hosted by comedians Jackie's Neal and Edgar Montplacier. Every Wednesday and Friday, these two friends dive into topics ranging from sports, music, to movies, style. They wonder whether or not Donald Glover is a genius or a weirdo. They continuously decipher Kanye West's tweets and behavior. They also have recurring segments like Queen of the Week, The List, and Top Fives like Marvel Movies and Video Games. Listen to Culture Kings and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and find out the best way to eat a taco. Oh. What's the best way to eat a taco? Vince? With your hands? With your hands. Also, with salsa on top of everything to hold the ingredients down. It's like a layer. It's the layer. Right. So that the lettuce doesn't fall off. Can't have falling lettuce. Oh. Cause you know I was all in there. Now you was, was all in. Now you I was into down. it. I was into it. You about to break it down? You need to stand up. <sighs> no. Moments yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo. All right. All right. Notice Jasmine has now left. Like, <laughs> ja- like that's the last time you're going to call Jasmine. Jasmine has left. You have made Jasmine leave. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But um, that, was, that was fun. But now it is time for, uh, because, you know, we're, we're doing the show and it's school dazzle. And we've got trivia. We have School Days fans out there. And we have prizes. We have a first prize. We have a second prize. And we have uh, some, some um, trivia. trivia questions. Let's have some trivia. But we need contestants. We do need contestants. We need, new, we need what? Three contestants? We do need three contestants. All right. So we need three contestants. Well, someone's being uh, I nominated. Say, I was about to say, you just... So, All one right. person is being nominated. All right, so we've so, got one contestant. We've got one contestant right here. All right, so and then we need we need two other contestants. Anyone else want to play for these fabulous prizes? Fabulous prizes. There you go, Ariel. You only only needs one time, but that's that's fine. So we got Ariel. We got Ariel. Come on down. And and, and yes. And your name? Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. How are you doing? 
All right, so we need we need one more contestant. If we, if we, one of the gentlemen can come can come on up. Oh yeah, everybody right, saw Kyle. the movie, but now it's time to talk about the movie. Yeah, now it's time to talk. Yeah, got to put your money where your mouth is. All right, so oh, we have, I don't want to hear it's been a while. Uh huh. So we have three contestants here. Now we have uh, we have Ariel. Yep, Ariel. Yeah. Hey, now, Ariel. You are a fan of School Days. Uh, yeah, I've seen it quite a few times. Uh oh. We'll we might have happens. a ringer. We it's might have a while. ringer. It's been a while too. It's been okay. A while too. All right. All right. <laughs> That's good. And and we have Tiffany. Tiffany. And you are a fan of School Days? Yes. All right. What would you say is like your favorite uh, thing about uh, School Days? Just your favorite thing overall? That it touched on issues regarding um, African Americans as such, the light-skinned, dark-skinned, um, what you mentioned about the locals, how people feel about college students and they're coming to their town. I had that experience. <laughs> so, you know, but he he's a person that touched on different bases of real life and what experience people go through. That's his signature. That's what I like about Spike Lee. All right. Amen. Amen. All right. And then we we have over here, we have uh, Tom. Is that correct? Yeah, that is my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I like School Days. It's uh, probably my fifth or sixth favorite Spike Lee movie. Um, All right. I, I like the way that it's about things that Spike Lee like lived through. Mm-hmm. In later years, he started to sort of make movies about what he'd opened up the newspaper and read about at some point. Like right. she ends up with like things like "She Hate Me." Right, um, right. So I like the way that it's about what he lived through rather than what he tried to figure out after the fact. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Thank you very much. That's All right. So w- breakdown. So we're going to play this game now. We have uh, Vince has come up with the trivia uh, questions. Now I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> Vince is an assistant professor oh. at Drexel University. Teaching professor. Teaching, you got, teaching you got, professor. Yeah, you got to get all in there, right, right? And you'll see I wrote it down in my official Spike Lee notebook. Yes, complete with she's got that known as NOLA. All right, so um, how many questions we got, Vince? We have as many questions as you'd like. All right, all right. How many questions do we need is a better question. Amen. Well, well, how about we'll do this? We'll do the first person to get three correct. First person who gets three correct. There you go. Okay, and, and we just going to, like, say the question, and then we see who answers. Well, like, like well, will there be a buzzer? Are people going to raise their hand? We'll is, have people chime, like chime in by saying your name. Okay, so you'll say, so you'll say Tom, you'll say Tiffany, and you'll say Ariel. Okay, and then wait for me to get to you with the microphone. And then, now, you can each have one lifeline that you can use once. She's letting you know right now it ain't going to be her. But you can you can go to the audience one time as a lifeline. Okay, but but only the one time. It don't look like you're going to be going to this audience. <laughs> Unless Vince is sitting in the audience, I don't know if you really want to. All right, so uh, let's uh, start with the first question, Vince. We'll start easy and go to hard. So School Days, of course, features a fictional fraternity, Gamma Phi Gamma. What were their colors? Tom. Uh, They're black and silver. They are indeed black and silver. Black and silver. Tom. All right. All right. So Tom is on the board with one point. 
Tom is on the board with one. All right. What is Spike Lee's next movie after School Days? Tom. No, he, he got me first. You were first. Do the right thing. Do is do the right thing. Okay. Tiffany right. is on the board with one point. All right. One point apiece. All right. Piece. All right be y'all, louder y'all, with your names. Y'all, y'all stretched out a little bit? Y'all, y'all good? You ready to? Yeah, y'all got to be loud. Y'all got to be loud. Scream. You ready to go a little bit? Ready to go a little bit now? All right. All, All right. Because right. he's about to go deep. All right. Well, you know, it's kind of like the pool. It's like a pool. We're like, you know, the pool is like you wander in. It's like one foot, two feet, three feet, and then it drops down to eight. <laughs> Which, what's up with that? <laughs> Why are the pool makers trying to murder you? Why would they do that? So, you know, we're one foot, two foot, and we maybe go three feet. Oh, School days is, of course, one of two cultural artifacts from this period that focus on the black college experience, the other one being the television show, A Different World. There are members of the cast in School Days who were also members of the cast in Different World. Who can name three of them? Uh-huh, yeah. Tiffany. Tiffany. Okay. Give me one. Jasmine Guy. Jasmine Guy. Give me two. Kadeem Hardison. That's two. Kadeem Hardison. And, and now, see, this is where it, this is where it goes. Uh, Marce- Marcellus. Um, his last name. He was a jazz musician. Marce- Marcellus. Last name. Um, you can go to a life Would you like a lifeline? Life, the Lifeline ain't T-Mobile. <laughs> Is it Wynton Marcellus? He was on there before, but not a main character. Is somebody, oh. No, no, no. 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 Wynton Marcellus also was not in school days. No, but the son, the son was. Branford. Branford but yeah. Branford, was Branford, not in, yeah. Branford was not in a different world. There are two other members of the cast that were in a different world. Oh One of them. You should be able to get the fourth one is deep, deep knowledge. Um, oh, I know. He was one of the um, frat brothers, the one of the big brothers. He wore glasses. I got his face. Getting warmer. His name. Getting warmer. Get, give me at least his character. Give name me his character's world. name in a different world. Um. Oh, see, Four. Tiffany, Four. Tiffany, Four. Tiffany. What you doing? Now you know you should know his I name. Know. Or from the show. Anybody? Anybody? Um, um, Ding dong. I'm be so mad. And I just watched it the other day. We're going to have to move on. That would, of course, be Daryl Bell. In the role of Ron on A Different World. You can't get Ron, Tiffany! Ron. Well, now then, one syllable. If Ron. people, 
if people would have one job, if people would have gone hard, which I thought people were going to go hard, I would have asked for the fourth member of the cast, which of course would have been Dominic Hoffman, who played Jasmine God's character's Whitley's boyfriend Julian, who was online with the with the with the um, he was one of the kids, one of the guys online. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I've seen school days once or twice. <laughs> Today. <laughs> so as we've mentioned already, Do the Right Thing was the film that Spike Lee released after school days. Spike Lee was famous or infamous for having a traveling troupe of actors that he took from film to film. By my count... There were six members of the cast from school days who appeared in Do the Right Thing. Name four of them. Just name the actors or, or, the, or their characters. Tom. Four. What we got, Tom? Give me one. All right, Spike Lee. Spike Lee, who, of course, played Mookie Mm -hmm. in Do the Right Thing. Give me two. Uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson, who, of course, played Senior Love Daddy Mm -hmm. in Do the Right Thing. Give me three. Giancarlo Esposito. Giancarlo Esposito, who, of course, plays Buggin' Out. Yep, and Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn. Played Radio Raheem. Who, of course, plays Radio Raheem. You want to go for the extra points? You want want to name? You you got got any? I, I had to dig real deep to come up with Samuel L. Jackson, honestly. Ozzie Davis, oh, of yeah. course, plays Damer. And Joie Lee oh, plays, his sister. plays his sister. All right, so point to Tom. All right. uh, Here's a quick aside. Yes, quick aside. Quick aside. What are your feelings in regards to Joie Lee? See? See? Joie Lee is a trigger. <laughs> I love me some Joali. Joali had a cover. Do y'all, who, 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 everybody read Essence? Everybody read, anybody read Essence? Essence magazine? You remember Essence magazine? I don't know if they still do, but like when you, like it had a cover, and then when you flip to the back, there was always an ad for Essence. And it said, when you miss Essence, you miss itself. Miss your, you miss yourself. And the, the ad was the cover without all the stuff on it. And I used to cut out the covers when I was in college and tape them to my head of tape around all the covers that, that, that said that. That's not the covers I was taping in my dorm. But, well, uh, see, that's because I was sophisticated <laughs> and a gentleman. Okay. Joie Lee was on a cover of Essence with a purple background. Mm. And she had her lower, had her hair done. Yeah. And, and, and it was doing that, that Joie Lee stuff from the 90s. It was all the Joie. All in all, man, I love me some Joie Lee. I love me, and I'm sad she doesn't work more. So that's how I feel about Joie Lee. And I love Joie Lee in school days. Yeah, she's like a small role. In she is a small, she's one of, Jane, uh, one of um, Rachel's Jane's, girlfriends. Rachel's, that's right, Rachel's Yes, she is. Right. How we doing, folks? How y'all doing? Y'all, y'all all right? Y'all, y'all good? You good? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, throwing body blows. Uh-huh. All right. Let's see. What, let's see. Let's see what we got. From here, I can do. There is uh, all right, all right. School Days is an incubator for black performance, black excellence, 
we've talked about some of the actors. But there are actually two other black filmmakers of note who make appearances in this film. Name one of them. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Where the hell you get that question? <laughs> hey, we're in the eight feet now. Yes. <laughs> you lose a point. Black filmmakers. <laughs> of course. One is actually pretty hard, but the other one is, is fair game. What defines a filmmaker of note? Because I'm pretty sure Ozzie Davis directed something. Oh, that's interesting. I wasn't thinking about Ozzie Davis. <laughs> well, you can't say him now. <laughs> I just did. Uh, you, do you want to? Do you want to chime them? Cassie Lemons plays one of the girls that Spike Lee speaks to, and Cassie Lemons, of course, is the director of um, Eve's Bayou and Caveman's Valentine and other things. Rusty Kudoff is one of the Big Brothers. He directed Men in uh, Fear of a Black Hat. And um, what was his other movie? Oh, was that... Is it uh, Sprung? Sprung. Sprung. Yes, Sprung. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You, you went deep. You ain't in eight feet, dog. You were chilling at the bottom of the pool right all now, right, man. All right. Let's pull back a little bit. Let me pull back a little bit. Let me pull back a little bit. The breakout song from School Days would, of course, would, of course, be Da Butt. By the band EU. Because we're all doing the butt. Which city does EU hail from? Tiffany. D.C. Washington, D.C. There you go. Washington, D.C. All right, so now the tally stands. Tom has two points. Uh Uh-huh. Tiffany has two points. Oh. Ariel... Is waiting to make a strong she's, comeback. She's, from she's laying in the cut. She's like the tortoise in the hare. <laughs> However, it is the first to three points. So, they are. No, 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 because you still win it. You can still win. You can still win. You still win. Vince, what say you next? Vince, trying to, I'm trying to gauge the questions. It's trying to, you know, it's it's a whole Goldilocks thing going on over here. I don't want to be too hard, but I don't want it to be too soft either. I want it to be just right. So, are you all having fun here tonight? I hope you're all having fun here at the Philadelphia Podcast all Festival. Right. Two weekends of great podcasting fun. Yes, indeed. Well, let's do this. Back to Gamma Phi Gamma, the fraternity. Who can name the most Big Brothers names? I was about to say, because Tom, Tom just recused himself. Tiffany? I can do one. Well, um, one. Tiffany's up. Big Brother Almighty. Dean, oh, yeah. Big Dean. Brother Almighty. <laughs> can you name two, Tom? Um, I believe that you have won, then. We also would have accepted X-Ray. 
Chucky, Lance, or Patton? Big Brother Almighty. You've won. I'm about to say, you can stop thinking. You you won. won. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I don't. I don't no. know. I, he he said Patton. I don't think that's me, one of them. No, that ain't one of them. Do you work? Why do you know this? <laughs> if you had a job like grown-ups, you'd know that people don't know this stuff. Yes. So <laughs> you've gotten, you've won. You've won. The, you've won. Now, Woo! what do we have for our lovely contestants, Well, Lynn? for our third place winner. Without doing anything, <laughs> is going to home with something. Is Ariel, yay, who wins the entire house party collection? How? All four house party films, just for you, just for doing nothing, just, just, just for showing up. You there just, you go. Participation. I was about to say. Now, what does that reward. tell us about participating in the process? There you go. And now for our second place winner, Tom. Tom, you go home with the John Singleton collection. The John Singleton collection. What all is on there, Lynn? You got Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Higher Learning. Higher Learning, also about black college. Well, no, not black college, but black people in college. There you go. Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Starring Tupac Shakur. And Janet Jackson. She's in it, too. (laughs) And you get Baby Boy, which Baby may be boy. The, the prize of this whole I collection. Can figure out whether I want breakfast you want some breakfast? Do you want some breakfast, Tom? <laughs> there you go, Tom. That is for you. All right. And for our grand prize winner. And for our grand prize winner, Tiffany, you win the Spike Lee collection. Woo! Which is five films. You get Do the Right Thing. Do the Right Thing. Mo Better Blues. Jungle Fever. Jungle Fever. Clockers. Clockers. And Crooklyn. And Crooklyn. And because it's the Spike Lee Joint Collection, but we celebrate in school days, we had to throw in school School days. days. Just for you, Tiffany. Thank you so much for coming out and playing with us. Yes. Thank you all. You can all have, thank you so much. That, yes, was, that was fun. Absolutely. Give them a round. Give them a, Let's applause. give them a round of applause, folks. All right. Well, that, that was fun. Um, <laughs> so it's really just about time to shut this thing down. Yeah. That's how it works, though. That's how it goes. Like you're having so much fun, and then you look up, and the time is over. I know. But um, we invite you all to, you know, like and follow the Michelle Mission. Like we say, every week we review a new and different black film. It goes, it is released every Wednesday. Every yes. Wednesday it hits up on our website and on iTunes, SoundCloud, any place you get your podcast. And it also, a condensed version broadcasts on the radio. Yes. On WPPMLP 106.5 FM in Philadelphia, Philly Cam Radio, People Powered Media. Yes. At 8 p.m. at night. Yes. You can listen to a condensed version of the Michelle Mission right there. So that whole thing about Michigan J. Frog may not have made. <laughs> the Michigan J. Frog may not make the radio broadcast. Right, right, right. But the podcast. But trust me, it's going to be on the podcast. Trust me, it's going to be on the podcast. Trust right. me, it will right. be on the podcast. Right. 
Um, and before we go, one of the things we one of the things we do like to do is we like to t um, talk to our audience and talk to them about black films. And since we are reviewing, our mission is to review every black film. Every one. We like to hear people's suggestions of black films that they yes. want us to review. Because every once in a while, we'll review a black film. We'll have screenings here at Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. I believe that we we haven't scheduled it yet, but. Um, I'm just going to put it out on the, out there right now for episode. We're at episode 70, 74 this week, 74 this week. Um, and then our 75th episode, we're going to do Daughters of the Dust. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's going to be cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, episode 100. Episode 100. We we haven't selected just yet, but I'm making the selection right now. Right now in real time. I don't even know what he's about to you, say. You have no idea what we're about to Lethal say. Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> the leafening the leafening no um, I'm going to ask Ariel Johnson uh, no uh, can you come down here one more moment please I'm sorry I see you talking you get some down here for one more moment there's no singing there's no singing involved this time Ariel I'm going to put you on the spot can you come here for a moment please yeah. we have uh, episode 100 of the uh, Michelle mission is going to be coming up I guess in about 25 weeks, I guess. Yes. <laughs> yes, something like that. So in, in, in 25 weeks, we're going to be doing episode 100. And I, I know the film that we want to do, but that week I'm asking you if we can do a screening of that film here. Because for episode 100, I want us to review The Wiz. Yes, you can absolutely do that here. Yeah. All right. There you there go. There is. you go. So there you go. Episode 100 is going to be The Wiz. Episode 100. And we're going to be, be screening it on that big screen right there. Insert joke about easing down the road. <laughs> Thank you, Ariel. You're very welcome, Lynn. And I'm excited because I, in a black girl lost moment, have never seen The Wiz fully. Shut wow, really? I have seen bits and pieces of The Wiz. I have not seen the entire Wiz. I know about Ease on Down the Road. I would get that reference. But. Right, 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 right. <laughs> after that, you're like, I don't After that, after that, you just, yeah. I don't even know what, Wiz what? Yeah. Is that on the cheesesteaks? I don't know. It's almost by default. Well, except for Ariel, because you've never seen it. But for everyone else, it'll does be every, a sing-along. Does everybody want to do a sing-along version, a screening of the Wiz? Is that what we want to do? <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany said, ah. He said, he said let's, let's watch just it. watch it. Can we just watch peace. it in peace? <laughs> we'll, we'll. Yes, I'll sing with you, Tom. Yes, we'll, <laughs> we'll sing with you, Tom. There you go. All right. All right, so we, we thank you for checking this yes, out. Yes, yes. Um, like we say, well, our show is available every week on MichelleMission.com, iTunes, SoundCloud. Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Woo! Go to phillypodfest.com. Absolutely. They have shows coming up all the, the rest of this week. They're going to be at Tattoo Moms tonight. Um, they've got shows coming up tomorrow. Uh, and then next week, uh, just celebrating Philly Cam at the studios of Philly Cam on, on 699 Rancis Street in Center City. The Philadelphia Podcast Festival is going to be there as well with live shows, including uh, my other show that I'm a part of, The Black Tribbles. We are doing the oh, soul, yeah. 
Soul Triple Train. We are doing a nice. entire dance party right there. We're going to have, we're going to, we can't do the Soul Train line, so we're going to dance down Amalgam Alley. Uh, uh, <laughs> nice. Ariel Johnson's going to be getting her dancing on down there. All right. We're going to have a, a special musical guest. It's, the, it's going to be streaming live on Facebook. We're asking, and the doors are going to be open absolutely 100% free. Just come on down and get your boogie on. If you're coming in, you got to boogie for an hour. You like to boogie. I can tell it. So come on down <laughs> and boogie for an hour. You can go to phillypodfest.com for the schedules and address and all that information. Um, anything else, Vince? I think you have covered it, Lynn. Uh, thank you, Vince. You're welcome, Lynn. Uh, and thank you, each and every one of yes, you, for coming thank out. You, thank you. Uh, and uh, that is the Michelle Mishing and parting, we say. We'll see you when it's time to meet again. Have a good night. Woo! Butterflies begin from having been another. Child is born from being in a mother's womb. But how many times have you wished you were some other, someone then who you are? Yet who? What do you see? You can only be you. As I can only be me. Flowers cannot bloom. Until it is their season As we would not be here Unless it was our destiny But how many times Have you wished to be in spaces Time, places, then what you Good anymore.